Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson community-sponsored, all-volunteer-powered rock and roll radio station. This week, we're going to speak with Brian Dahl, who you may have seen out and about in downtown clubs under his moniker, The Guy Who Dances on Congress. We're going to hear how this came to be and talk through some of the challenges and opportunities of this interesting style of branding. Today is November 5th, 2023. My name is Tom Heath, and you're listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From A Mountain to the University of Arizona and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM, streaming at downtownradio.org. Also available on your iPhone or Android with our own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And, of course, if you want to get us on the show, we invite you to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. And, of course, our website has information about us, our podcast, our book, and a contact button. And that website is the uh, uh, for the show is lifealongthestreetcar.org. Well, it's beginning in November, which means it's the All Souls Procession. And if you were to head over to the website, allsoulsprocession.org, you can get all the details. It's been happening this weekend. The festivities have been happening all weekend. And tonight is the, uh, the parade, the, the hike, the walk, the time to um, line the streets and, and honor those who have passed along. If you want to uh, get more information, definitely head over to allsoulsprocession.org. And remember, if you're on the, the west side of town there, just be a little careful with your, your driving and, and understand traffic's going to be a little congested uh, for this evening. And if you're out and about on the weekends, uh, you typically Friday and Saturday out at the clubs, and you see that guy dancing up there with the DJs trying to get the crowd riled up, well, you might be seeing Brian Dahl. He is a, a local entrepreneur and artist, and uh, he uh, has the nickname, his own brand name is the, the Guy Who Dances on Congress, and he's doing this for years and turned it into a whole business model, not just dancing, but artistically, and uh, also has very positive messages uh, to share with the community. He is also an artist um, in uh, the proper shops, of which you know the Tucson Gallery, I'm part owner of that, we're located in there. And uh, we do meet the artist events and we do interviews and podcasts with them. So this is one I actually recorded with Brian as part of the Meet the Artist series on the Tucson Gallery's website, uh, tucsongallery.com. But he's an interesting and remarkable young man, thought his story should be shared a little bit more broadly. So here's our our interview with the guy who dances on Congress. He's featured artists. He's got uh, a multiple, uh, multi-disciplined artist. He's got some dance repertoire. He's got some creative designs, does some artwork. And his name is Brian Dahl. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. And it's Dahl, D-A-H-L. Correct. All right. I, I, you know, when I first met you, uh, we were just opening uh, the gallery. We were doing a meeting uh, opening the proper shops, we're doing a meeting, and you have your own space here. You're you are you are in the gallery, but you also have your own space where you do lots of stuff. And you introduced yourself as the guy who dances on Congress. Correct. And I said, huh? Like I thought that was just a weird thing. Like why would he say that? And I realized that's your business. Yes, I branded myself as the guy who dances on Congress. So and I think we need to delve a little bit more deeply uh, with that. So you're you 
you tend to dance inside of the clubs, not necessarily right on Congress. Not on Congress Street, <laughs> but inside the clubs. Where I started was at Hotel Congress. Okay. And it was with Hump House. I was t- actually talking business with him. What, what, I, what is Hump House? Hump House is a local DJ, one of the better ones of the in town. So you're. So when was this, roughly? What year is this? I would say probably about 2016, 2017, roughly. Okay, so you're talking six, seven years ago, you're... you're Talking to a DJ. On the stage, he was doing his thing, and I was just watching and talking business with him at the nightclub. Okay. But then I started moving, and people started recognizing me. All right. So and, you, and said, hey, you're the guy who dances at Congress. You're, like, famous. People know you. So, yes, people recognize me, and me, me and Hump House realized we could easily brand this and make this a thing and make people understand you can brand yourself quite easily and have an uh, avenue how to market yourself. Okay. Cause that, that leads into some of the work that you do. Cause you also help that now using that sort of philosophy, you work with small businesses and others to help brand them through social media mainly, right? Mostly social media, but I also then help them link them with other business partners. Okay. You know, that's big in businesses to work with other people. All right. And you, you design, you have some of your own designs, um, that you've got out there. Some, we've got a couple on our website. Um, your, uh, your profile is listed there, but your shop has obviously so much, so much more, but uh, like, t- tell us a little bit about like what's going on with this artwork here. What, what, what is, so I've been, I started out, um, promoting positive vibes only, but realized there's a lot of pushback. So I wanted to say, it's not just about being positive, but being positive most of the time, go through the emotions. So I've also come out with, it's okay not to be okay. Okay. It's okay to be okay. And it's okay to be okay. So you have to be able to deal with all your emotions. All right. And then that, that gets out in the world through like t-shirts, t-shirts, social media, stickers, a little bit of everything. And just, I keep Branding it, branding it, branding it, so people know me as that guy. Okay, and the um, the stuff that I've seen, it's interesting. It, 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 there's similar messaging, but then it changes formats. Like you've got, for example, we, you have a sticker that has this information on it. It's a heart. It's okay to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. But then you also have the same image, and you have like the right half and the left half of the heart that come together to, to form a, a complete picture. Correct. So there's, you want to have different, be able to have market different um, images into one because it's like you have two different personalities, three different personalities, but it's okay to be those. Speaking of different personalities, I, we don't have the camera for this, but you're like, your, your hair is different today. It's like red and spiky. Is this, this, so is this for, is this for the podcast where you like, Oh man, I need to get, dressed I up. had to get ready for the podcast and uh, show up, but no, it's for Halloween. I'm uh, going to be Jimmy Neutron. And right now I'm evil Jimmy Neutron. Okay. What, what, uh, what, what does that mean? You're evil. I, I there, so in the cartoon, there was, a off the movie, there was a version of him as evil. Oh. And he, his hair split instead of like a Johnny Bravo curly cue oh. for the older people. Gotcha. So, so you're, you're in transition to be Johnny Bravo. No, or Johnny, Jimmy, Jimmy oh. Neutron. I'm but, so uncool. But I'm the uncoolest. For older people, it's people know basically it's Johnny Bravo to an extent. And for older, older people like me, we just nod our head and say, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so your, your career, this dancing, I mean, it, it it's no longer just at Congress. You're, you, you've been hired by clubs and, and, and like what your so, role is to. So I'm out three to four nights a week dancing for three to four hours straight to get people to dance. I'm that icebreaker. And then I keep them going. 
Okay. And then, then how, like, do you dance with them or do you dance like in a cage? How do you so get them So sometimes going? it's next to the DJ on the stage. Sometimes it's on the floor. It just depends at the bar or the nightclub. It's different at each spot. So I dance at Hotel Congress, Playground, General Benz, Highwire, Cobra are some of them in Zenrock have been a few. So you get out there and they, and then the, the DJ or the club pays you cause they want to create some energy and they're, you just hope to add to that. To yeah. I'm uh, I have, I'm very, uh, high vibes, positive vibes. So I'm always going and really, uh, rambunctious. Okay. And then I've seen, uh, you're also doing some stuff now on uh, social media where you're, I think it was at high wire where, where you were questioning people in line and, and recording their answers and such. So, yes, I'm the, Guy who dances on Congress asking questions in line at Highwire. That's that's gonna be, you need a bigger T-shirt for that. And, and that's from usually on Saturday nights from like twelve to twelve thirty. Really roughly do it. So before uh, two thousand sixteen seventeen Hump House, were, were you a dancer? Did you go out and just dance or? or? So ironically, no, yeah. I did not dance at all. Really, I just went out and had fun. Okay. And then just one night, I mean, tell me, tell me kind of what's going on. So I worked for a few different shirt brands and companies that made me able to understand branding. Okay. And then I worked at corporations that I understood how to, um, make it a systems to the T. Okay. But that branding and systems to the T that, that that helps in my broader object is to consult with people. Okay. But still, you're, I'm still thinking about this night with Hump House. So, like what led you to start kind of dancing? Was it? So it gave me the, I would say building my um, brand, people seeing me. And it's a way of building an audience. But did, when you started, was that your intent? Like, hey, I, I could become famous for dancing or just start like, what moved you? The music? I mean, I, I just moved with the music. I just went with the music. And at what point did you realize, you know, I know people recognize you, but at what point did you realize, hey, this is a brand? Was it quickly? Was it? No, it took probably about a year. So you I were, slowly transitioned into it. At first with stickers I added, and that was an easy thing to hand out because everyone slaps it on their hydro flask now. And that... I put on my sticker, my, the guy who dances on mm -hmm. Congress. So everyone looks at my social media. Then at what point did someone say, Hey, this guy who doesn't at the time doesn't dance regularly, but now is dancing. Like he would be good for creating energy. Like who came up with that idea? I would probably say hump house. Okay. Hump house was kind of the one who I would, I only danced with hump house for a long time. But then I branched off on my own finally. So he just called you up and said, hey, why don't you come out and dance and create a little, create a little energy and I'll. We, we were friends. So we were like, hey, I'm going to come out and talk to you anyways. Let's let's build this. Let's make this a, make it a thing because people are having fun. OK. And now we're, we're six or seven years into this. And at what point and there's usually a tipping point in a brand where where people understand what that means. Have we reached that tipping point? I don't think so. Okay. I so think we're, we're close, but I don't think we're there yet. Interesting. There's still a lot of work to do. And I'm out three to four nights a week pushing, dancing. So people see me, man, that's just, that's, that's gotta be exhausting. And then I'm at proper shops every day. We're open. We'll get back to our interview there with Brian Dahl, the guy who dances on Congress in just a moment and finish up the second half of that uh, interview there, but first I want to remind you that you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar in Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. 
This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. BK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. All right, we're going to finish up our interview with Brian Dahl. It was recorded as part of the Meet the Artist series from the Tucson Gallery. It's a, a secondary podcast that I do. And I uh, had a chance to talk with all kinds of fabulous artists here in Tucson, Brian being one of them, the guy who dances on Congress, a very interesting branding and a very positive message. Um, as we get into the second half, though, I do, I do want to let you know we're going to talk through some of his challenges um, with alcohol, his addiction, so there'll be some language and references to that. And just as a, as a courtesy or as a, as a heads up, if you are suffering or if you know someone that is suffering through these challenges, there is the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Service Administration's hotline uh, that you can call 1-800-662-4357, 662-4357. And uh, now we're going to finish up the second half of our interview with Brian Dahl, the guy who dances on Congress. Let's, let's talk, let's switch gears. I'm sorry, I'm fascinated with the dancing because it just, it's such an interesting way to, to build a brand. And, and it's just, I just love that you just took it and went with it. So why I picked dancing was I'm showing, I'm trying to show everyone that you can do it out of anything. It's just, you have to put the work in. So then you take this brand and the proper shops open. And if you're not familiar, the Tucson Gallery sits inside of the proper shops as well. It's a collective. We have somewhere around 15 different independent retailers. Brian is one. We also have clothing, jewelry, uh, other artwork, metalwork, a fabulous uh, uh, wood shop. Um, in your your booth, what what do you offer through your, your, your store? So my store is... I call it TGWDOC. It's the guy who dances on Congress shop. And it's all my merchandise, my logo on shirts, cups, um, hats, whatever I can get my hands on for merchandise wise. And so people, obviously, some people know that and they come in for that. But you're also selling to people that have no idea. Like, like before I met you, I had no idea. But I, I like the, the vibe. Yeah. So the messages I push on there is positive vibes or it's OK not to be OK or power of positivity because there's too much negativity in the world. So I'm pushing that. these key issues that we need to make normalized. Uh, do you with, with the, the design are you a graphic designer or or how did you come through uh, to create some of this stuff so i had help originally with my first one uh black broccoli and carne queso from cream um helped me um design it so black broccoli is his own um business company and then cream carne seco carne seco is his own um company also and it's a screen printing company okay and they helped me for the first year or so get my logo started and then i realized i needed to do it myself so i got the programs and started slowly learning and still learning yeah so you're you're self-taught dancer you're self-taught brander you're self-taught graphic designer you uh you, you like to take your own path in the world yes so i i i say i went to hippie school so it kind of led me to what is hippie school? Where's, where's so it's a progressive education. I went from five to 18 and graduated from that school pass fail. Okay. So you had to be, you had to be motivated to be there. 
All right. So you graduated from hippie school and that, that has led you to kind of finding things out on your own. Yeah. Seeing the world from a different point of view than most. Okay. That, that, that seems very, from what I know of you, that seems very uh, accurate. Uh, you, you do come with a, a really a strong energy. Uh, and I think that's pretty evident to anybody that meets you. Thank you. When, in you know, you're out in these clubs, dancing, working up a sweat. Um, and I, I know, and this might be a little too personal if it is, just let me know. But I do know that, that you went through some challenges with uh, alcohol and have since kind of uh, really kind of avoided it at this point. Or is, is this something you can yes. talk about? So, yeah. yes, no, we can talk for, about it for sure because I'm very, I try to be open book. Um, it's that hippie I, schooling. Exactly. I, I, I was a party boy, I call it. And I partied hard for a long time. And I am actually now sober for eight years, eight plus years. So, so you, your sobriety came prior to dancing. dancing. Yes. Interesting. So, I would, I would, so, so the self-help, I think, actually reading and stuff helped me to understand I can do whatever I want. And I don't need alcohol to numb it. Wow. That's very interesting. I, I, I mean, I knew part of that story, but I really would have assumed it happened that, you know, the alcohol is what got you into the dancing because <laughs> that I mean, seems to be what happens for a lot of people. I mean, I did dance, but I wasn't known as the guy who dances right. at Congress. I was just a crazy dancer right. and I was very wild and I was kicked out of a few bars. I, I, I was 86 out of a bar recently until this last year with because, you, of, because, because, because of the older, t because of my old times. Wow. And that was eight plus years they had me kicked out. And understandably, I was not, I was friendly, but I was sometimes, I got too much. And, and I mean, it just, I know it seems odd to me that someone that is, is going through that, um, it's a, I mean, it's probably a daily struggle, but, but now you put yourself right back in that environment. Is that- To me, I'm able to not even think about it. I have, I've used other things like an energy drink or water to have in my hand and I don't even think about alcohol now. It's not even a question because where I'm headed is somewhere way better. And did you go through like a, a program? Did How did you? So technically, no, at the time when I quit, I did not. I When I was younger, I did have a super extreme DUI. I'm not shy to say that. And I did ha have no alcohol for a year, but I started drinking again after that. But okay. again, then after that, I stopped cold turkey. What, do you remember, was it a moment or was it a thought? I just was basically on my last cat life. If I did something stupid, I would have killed someone or killed myself. Well, it's, uh, that's pretty amazing to recognize that because a lot of people that I've known over the years that when they're in that place, they don't, they don't see it and it can get, it can get dark pretty quickly. And, and I'm glad that you did. Thank you. Um, I do say if you need help, get help. There's people out there who can help. There's many different organizations, AAA, or is it AA? Sorry, not AAA. Well, AAA, yeah, because they can tow your car. Yeah. If, you, uh, if you heard it, you can get your car towed, but there's AA if you need to use that route. Use it, it because it, it does help. Yeah, I don't. I think a lot of people would struggle with, with, with doing it the way that you did that. I mean, I'm encouraged to you and kudos to you, but it's... It's not, yeah, it's not normal, I would say. Yeah. And I, I left the bar scene for about six months. I cut a lot of friends out for six months or so. And some friends I don't still talk to. Some friends I do, but they're friends I only talk to for five minutes. They're hiking mm -hmm. friends. They're sports friends. 
I, I appreciate I appreciate you sharing that, and um, that probably has a lot to do with some of this resolve that you've had to to help build the brand over this time. And kind of curious to see where all this uh, where all this takes us. It's going to go much farther than people believe. There's a few projects in the works right now that I'm really excited about. Anything you can share? Or? Yeah, one of them's actually where I got, just got my co-host for. We're going to do a podcast. What? Cut, he's cutting in on my time, people. But for oh, a book club, for a book club. All right, all right. I'll, I'll let I will let it pass. And I got Hump House Media to be my guy to shoot that all. So tell tell me about this podcast. That sounds interesting. So we're going to do a book. What I can reveal right now is we're going to read a book for two episodes. It'll be in two episodes. We'll talk about the whole book, me and my co-host. There'll be more information in a week or two we can release. So how do people stay in touch with you? How do they follow you? On the guy who dances on Congress right now is my source for my Instagram. All right. Do you do Facebook or is that for? I do have Facebook. The guy who dances on Congress. I have actually TikTok. I don't like using TikTok, but I do have it as the guy who dances on Congress. See, TikTok to me, like you're throwing out all these uh, all these nicknames and, and it's TikTok. She's like the cool place. Like you'd want to be there. Why don't you want to be on TikTok? I'm trying to focus in more in on Tucson. TikTok's more worldwide. Okay. So I'm trying to really brand myself in Arizona right now. And that's, are we an Instagram town? Um, it's easier to, I think social media to a specific area on Instagram or Facebook. All right. The things you would learn hanging out with Brian Dahl. If you have any questions about marketing or branding, uh, check him out on uh, his, his Instagram or Facebook or, page. Or, or my website, theguywhodancesoncongress.com. Uh, you can book me. I can't believe that one wasn't taken. That just surprises me. Like I that. know, right? The guy who dances on Congress. It seems like that'd be like, <laughs> it'd be great if there was the guy who dances on Congress12.com. Uh, 11 other people had this idea. I think it's just phenomenal. I love your energy. I love the fact that you just took something that that just organically popped up and worked with friends, developed a business model out of it. And I think the key and from someone from an outside perspective is this, this stick to itiveness, the, the fact that this didn't just take off and you have a brand. It was a lot of, a lot of deviations and changes and subtle movements along the way. But the whole time you believed this is going to be something and now it is something. And you're telling me this is just the, this is like the foundation. Okay. Six years. Now I've got what I, now I got the foundation to do what I wanted. This is the bare start of it. And it's just pivot, learning to pivot a lot. Do you have a name for your podcast? Um, Not yet. Uh, but, he, he has a name. He just doesn't want to share it with me. I see. You can see his eyes like, you know, we, uh, well, it, we there, there'll there be a time where we release it on our Instagrams, me and my co-host. So it'll be, see, when you tell me who your co-host is, her name is Lola. Okay. So you, you're going to read books with Lola and, uh, we're going to put this out in the world and what kind of, what kind of, um, it's video. You said there's gonna be video. There'll be a, it'll be a YouTube station too. Fantastic. So it'll be YouTube podcast and we're going to try also to stream it live so you can kind of get some playback. All right. And and again, people are going to be encouraged to join you in this reading. Um, There's yes. We want people to read at their pace or listen in the on audible is fine too. Different audible, whatever app you use or through the library. Well, we will keep an eye on that and we'll, uh, we'll share information through uh, through our social media channels 
And if you ever want to connect with Brian, he does have a shop here inside of the proper shops. He is also one of the artists on our uh, website, which is the Tucson Gallery. Dot com. You can check out, uh, he's got his images up there that he has uh, put onto other material. Uh, you can get a, you know, if you want like a poster or a canvas with his messaging on there or something cool like a notebook, it's all on the Tucson Gallery, uh, dot com. And um, yeah, you, normally I say you missed your chance to meet him because, you know, we don't do these meet the artists all the time. But honestly, Brian is here Thursday through Sunday uh, in his shop. So uh, if you come into the gallery and you're like, hey, where's Brian? We, we, will, uh, we will send you back there. Um, but, but, uh, you're probably going to ask for where's the guy who dances on Congress. It's always the guy who dances. So I appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate you. Brian Dahl, the guy who dances on Congress, very positive message. And, um, uh, uh, just a remarkable person doing some really nice things within our community. Glad we could talk with him and share, share his story. Uh, and as we said, right before the break, if, if you are someone you, you know, is dealing with uh, alcohol or substance abuse. Uh, there is a national hotline set up for um, mental health and substance abuse consultations uh, for some free help from public agencies, and that's 1-800-662-4357. My name is Tom Heath. You are listening to Life Along the Streetcar and Downtown Radio, 99.1 FM and streaming on downtownradio.org. Support for Downtown Radio is provided by the Tucson Gallery. Located in downtown Tucson inside of the proper shops at 300 East Congress Street, the Tucson Gallery offers original work, reproductions, and merchandise from Tucson artists like Joe Padgett, Jessica Gonzalez, Ignacio Garcia, and many more. For information about all the artists, including when they will be live at the gallery, head to the TucsonGallery.com or find them on Instagram and Facebook as Tucson Gallery. Well, we're into November already. Hard to believe that. That was episode 272 with Brian Dahl, the guy who dances on Congress. And speaking of dancing in Congress, uh, well, not really Congress, but downtown, I think the Dusk Festival is coming up this weekend. If you want to, or next weekend, if you want to learn more about that, you can head over to um, our uh, our website there, lifelongstreetcar.org. Type in Dusk in the search bar. We've done a couple interviews with them over the years about uh, what they're doing. I want to thank uh, for music today, uh, Ryan Hood, as always, who leads us off. And uh, in honor of Brian, we're going to leave you a little uh, remix we found on the uh, the old internet from Sam Felt and Benny Bridges. It's a single they released a little earlier this year. Uh, it's their version of Dance with Somebody. I hope you have a great week, and uh, tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. <laughs>